Well, hey everyone. Hope you're doing well. This is Mike Sternad from Mobile, Alabama, and this is part three of church planting, uh, sort of my abridged version journey of moving from the West Coast or LA to LA, Los Angeles, to so Lower Alabama. Uh, as people here like to tell me and laugh, <laughs> it's fine. Um, but I totally get it. It's totally different, completely, completely different. It's a different. It's almost like uh, one one missionary who runs Ends of the Earth Ministries. Uh, does awesome work in Sudan and other countries. Um, one of the things he said before I moved and I met with him and talked to him about church planning, he was basically like, "Yeah, you, you, you might as well like be a missionary because the culture is just so different, so different." Um, from here to there, so just keep that in mind, <laughs> and it and it is. And at the same time, I love it. It is totally different, and I absolutely love it. And I'm embracing it, and I feel at home. Like when we go somewhere, my family goes somewhere, we come back from vacation or whatever. We're just like we're home. This is it. And it's a blessing, amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, but I left off last time at the first service. You know, September third, Sunday, September third, 2017. We had our first service. I, I talked about the um, the mission, No Grow Go, and it still is. Um, that still is our mission statement, our vision. Uh, to know Jesus personally, that's your number one priority, my number one priority. Number two, grow in the faith by the Word of God Prayer Fellowship and go out and make disciples, right? And so I gave that message and... Um, and the books that I started, when we started the church, obviously I didn't just close my eyes and you know let the pages go and point somewhere. I prayed about it, I sought God on it, and it was very clear that I was going to be starting the book of Acts on a midweek study and the Gospel of Mark on Sunday services. Uh, and then we since finished those two books, but I knew Acts was incredibly important, super critical, because it is the early church. It is the model, the model for what a church should look like. So we went through it, uh, went through the whole thing, verse by verse, line by line, and and um, and we went through the Gospel of Mark. And Mark is really the Greek version. In other words, it's, a, it's sort of abridged. It's not like Matthew. Matthew is for a Jewish audience because... You know, they took their time with everything. They wanted to know the details, and, and they weren't in a rush. But Mark, uh, it's sort of, in a sense, it's in a rush. And so, uh, But it gives you the main points of, of Jesus and his actions and his words and his, how he's portrayed and everything else. So we went through those two books, and it, it's just amazing. You know why it's amazing? Because, again, confirmation after confirmation after confirmation, people came, they heard the word, worshipped, they were just kind of taken aback that we were just going through the Bible. One lady said, I haven't learned this much in the last two years of my other church, and I've only been here one night for midweek, you know, um, which is a blessing because that's what the Word of God does, right? It informs us, and it also transforms us. Two things, informs and transforms. Honestly, at Calvary Chapel, we've seen this over and over and over again, and it's amazing. The problem comes into play is when you fight against the Word of God. And 
You resist it because it makes you uncomfortable. And that's the thing, though. God's Word makes you uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. As we read certain passages, it causes us to confront things in our lives that are totally far and apart from God. And that's why it leads to life transformation. Because it confronts and also comforts. It convicts and it lifts us up. But anyway, back to the church planning. So I went through those two books. We, we, we had events. Um, God was adding to the church those who were being saved, those who uh, didn't even know they weren't saved, which, which this is, it was kind of eye-opening for them and for us and for me because these people, uh, few of them have been going to their church their whole lives and they didn't even realize like they weren't even saved. They didn't even, never accepted Christ. It never, it was just kind of like, this is just what we do rather than this is who we are. And that's the difference. That's the difference between cultural Christianity and true faith, right? Cultural Christianity is like, well, it's what we've done. It's what we always will do because our parents did it. And that's what we just grew up in. It. Um, it's just a thing we do. Cultural. But then when it's who you are, the word of God things of God affect your heart and your soul and it causes life change. If there's no life change, then what's the point? You might as well stay at home and watch the game, watch TV, play video games, whatever. Because Christian life is all about transformation. Not just information, transformation. And that's what God's Word does. But, so we just continued. I just continued to teach the Word. Uh, we had like a uh, uh, sort of like a big room with a little little stage there that we just we would set up and break down. You know, like we I used to do at Calvary Chapel LAX years ago before we actually got our own building, um, and it was great. The space the space was awesome. It was it was just what we needed at the time because we had one room for that. We had bathrooms in there, and then we had a kids room, um, and so really we had we had all we needed. Um, one of the difficult things was that so many kids and people used that that building. Uh, by, the, by the time we got there, it was it was just nasty. Just factually speaking, it was gross. Um, we found some things in the bathrooms and in the big room and, and different things that were just like I don't even want to mention. But it was just kind of nasty. And so we were the church in there, but we were also the janitor. But at the same time. I'm like, I don't care because we can afford it. This is where God led us. He opened the door. We're going we're gonna, to um, use and utilize this space the best we can. Uh, and we did, and it was, it was a blessing. Um, and so we just consistently met at this place. We had events at this place. We had a jumper out outside one time, and uh, Easter was full. I mean, it was just, it was exciting. It's, it was an adventure. Um, and I just remember uh, setting up, you know, every Sunday. And by the time I I uh, got ready for worship and Brianne, you know, my wife led worship, uh, I was just sweating and, and hot and tired. And uh, I was just kind of done. It's like, oh, I'm so tired. And I remember one time when I was preaching and I was just like, there's going to be one day. There's going to be one day when I get up here and I'm not sweating profusely. When I'm when I'm teaching the Bible, you know, and uh, and God's faithful. 
that day actually came, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. So, so the building, I mean, it, it worked out beautifully and perfectly. And again, God was growing the, the church and people were coming in. They were listening uh, to the word of God. They were uh, starting to grasp the uh, philosophy of ministry that Calvary Chapels use, which is according to the book of Acts. It's biblical. It's not just like, let's do this. Let's form a, com you know, let's form a committee because that seems to work in business. No, we, we're going to look at the book of Acts and that's our model for church. That's it. Acts 2.42. That's what Calvary Chapel has done from the beginning, since the 60s. Um, and there's, you know, there's a couple thousand around the world. But uh, God was doing work, and, and he still is doing work. And he's bringing people in, and, and, you know, just like any church, you know, Calvary Chapel was, was a blessing for some. Others, they was just like, I'm just not used to this. I don't, you know, I, I, don't, I don't get the church government or the way it's structured. I don't really understand. It's... Uh, and which is totally fine. And the beautiful thing is, the awesome thing is that there's so many churches in Mobile. It's like, well, awesome. Well, there's, there's a lot to choose from, you know. Uh, but God's going to bring people in who he wants to be in, you know. And uh, that's awesome. I, tr I Obviously, I trust him with what he's doing. So the Performing Arts Center was, was, was awesome. Um, it was a blessing, totally from God, you know, of course. And uh, then we started looking for another building because the, the kids' room, we had one kids' room, and the, all the kids were sort of packed in there. And there was a point where it was just, like, so busy that it was like, we can't, this is uncomfortable uh, for the kids. It's not, uh, it's not really conducive with, with how God is, is growing and working in this church. So that started the journey for uh, for another building. And let me tell you, that was a journey that was not encouraging because the places that we, we were looking at, searching for, they were so expensive. I, I mean, I just could not, like we could not afford them as a church at the time. So I was like, well, we're good with the Performing Arts Center. We're going to stay in here as long as we need to till God opens a door. For another place, you know, a bigger place that that is affordable, and so we just kept on, you know, serving the Lord, kept on, you know, holding services, kept on searching out different properties and stuff like that, and uh, and you know, months and months and months before we started searching for properties, uh, my my boss at work, he's the owner of the company was like, well, what about our building? Like, um, they were going to move out, right? And get a bigger building. And you say, why don't you just use, you know, the church use our build, rent our building while, uh, like, I, like I suggested, you know, before. So then I was like, oh, yeah, you did suggest that. So I went into the building and I walked around and tried to picture it being a church. And I was just like, this is perfect it's so perfect for what uh, what we need as a church you know as Calvary Chapel and so then we started taking steps towards working out a deal to where we can rent the space that we're in today um, and we, we started renting this space that we're in right now 4932 Tufts Road Mobile Alabama 
36619. We started renting it at the beginning of you know 2019, January. And it has been awesome and amazing. Is the rent more? Yeah, it's like four times as much, but every single month God provides and God is doing an amazing work. So so we got this new building coming up and the end of 2018, uh, you know, I was given the message and just talking about looking ahead, seeing what God is going to do, how he's going to reach out, uh, how he's going to work radically. And, and it's just exciting. The whole thing has been exciting. Have there been conflicts and hardships and different things and disagreements and with leadership and the style and what we're doing? Of course, there always will be in every church, in every business, in every place, in every household, right? But I knew God was continually moving. His hand was upon it every step of the way. I had absolutely no doubt. And... God opened the door for this building. And it was just like, again, just so exciting. You know how something happens? God God op- opens a door for you and that fire just reignites in your heart. That's exactly what happened. In January, we moved into the place and, and we got chairs. And, and that's going to be the next episode. Okay, I'm going to talk about getting the new place in the beginning of 2019. And all, the God, all that God had built, has built, um, in this new place, in this new, uh, this new location. So exciting stuff. So, well, God bless you guys, and we'll talk to you next time.